Hello and welcome back to A Work in Progress. I'm so excited to be podcasting this week. I know I took some time off, but with everything going on, I didn't feel like it was appropriate to upload regular lifestyle content over the past couple weeks. Frankly, what has been happening in this country is not normal. Unfortunately, racism in this country has been happening for hundreds and hundreds of years, and justice needs to be served. I know over the past couple weeks, I have been educating myself, my family, and my friends on the matter, and I know that being actively anti-racist is not going to happen overnight. It is a continuous role that I will be playing every single day. In my bio, I'm going to have resources from the Black Lives Matter movement so you can see where to donate, sign, and spread awareness. If you have the means to donate, I would highly recommend. Also, if you love watching YouTube, there is a woman named Zoe Amara, and she posted this YouTube video. It's an hour long, and it's filled with art and music from Black creators. It has a lot of ads, but if you watch the ads, 100% of the ad revenue from the video will be dispersed um, between various Black Lives Matter organizations and says here, including bailout funds for protesters. It is really easy to do. You can have the video playing in the background when you're doing your homework or doing some other activity and you don't have to pay money. You can just watch it and the video will donate to various charities for you. And they have a list on the video and that's also a great resource to if you have the means to donate, if you want to donate to those causes. I know some of the organizations already have enough and so I'm going to be posting a bunch of resources in the description of this podcast so you can educate yourselves. It's really important to educate yourself and really amplify black voices during this time. If you look on your Instagram feed and it's the same things over and over and over, it would really be a good idea to diversify your feed. Follow black content creators. I know I personally have been following a lot of creators that make art and that is incredible and it is so just moving. And it's also very important to see what other people have to say on this matter to educate yourself and to really get a different perspective that you might not know yourself. I know when talking to family and friends, it might be uncomfortable, but it is necessary. It is necessary to have those conversations because it leads towards change. It leads towards thinking a different way and unlearning what a lot of us have already grown up with or learned before. I wish in high school that I learned more in my American history class. The Civil Rights Movement was a very short chapter and we watched a video that was probably not even accurate looking back on it. And now there's resources where you can learn about American history and the truth about a lot of things and it's eye-opening. There's also podcasts, YouTube videos, there's graphic design, there are a lot of resources, especially if you're a creative person, if you want to look into more of that route, to educate yourself as well. On my Instagram feed, I'm going to continue to amplify black creators and making sure that they get their voices heard. 
I don't have, you know, the biggest platform. I'm not an influencer of any means, but it's still important if you have zero followers or a million followers to pass the mic and to not, you know, put your feed directly on on you. It's 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 not important during this time. But even if I do start posting regularly, I always want to provide resources in my podcast descriptions and on social media as well. Also, a couple more things. If you live, if you're back home because of COVID and you're a college student, I think it is an amazing idea to start an advocacy group in your town. I know um, a couple of my town and the neighboring towns started a group. And I think it was started by college students and it's where people post um, protest information, articles, insight, and it's just a really good place, especially as a community, that you can come together, especially if you don't know exactly where protests are happening and, you know, the information on that, that's really good. So if you don't have one in your town, maybe you can start one and start adding your friends and start posting about what changes need to happen. Overall, what's happening in this country is truly awful to say the least, and things need to change. We need to stand up for what's right, and I will make sure I'm using my voice and my privilege for the greater good. I'm not just educating myself for a day or a week. It is a continuous process, as I said earlier. It is ongoing. I still have so much more to learn, but I'm here and I am listening. With everything going on during this time, celebrities are calling out to emotional people who sometimes carry the weight during these hardships. Emotional or sensitive people are constantly told in society that they are crybabies and they should grow a thick skin. Even though it can be overwhelming sometimes, this trait has strengthened my perception and how I communicate with others. I wanted to highlight in today's podcast episode that being emotional sensitive, an overly sensitive person, an empath, can be used for the greater good. I feel like, especially when you have a a TV show or movie where it shows an emotional kid growing up, they always get bullied or teased and their parents don't like the kid for crying all the time, but that shouldn't be a negative thing. Being emotional, being passionate about things, having a soft heart, big heart, whatever they call it, is not a horrible trait to have. It actually can be really, really great. And I know personally it has strengthened a lot of my friendships. It has taught me so many things about myself, how I interact with people, and how I can help someone in need. The first trait of emotional empaths, etc., is that you're self-aware. From my experience, being emotional means that I am in touch with my emotions. Instead of pondering on what is wrong when I'm having a bad day, I can easily sit with myself and acknowledge the root of the problem, which honestly helps me a lot when I'm feeling a lot at once. I can be like, okay, Lindsay, what's going on? What are you feeling? And how can we move on? And it helps a lot quicker than you know, trying to find the answers when they're right in front of me. 
this overall helps me move on and especially if I'm feeling down, that those feelings do not carry with me throughout the rest of the day. That I figure out the problem, know how to solve it, and move on. It's not always that easy. I know sometimes I'm like, I know what I'm feeling, but don't really know what to do. But I can easily go talk to my friends. My friends are my rock. I love them so much. And just ranting to them is good for me. Or I recently found my journal or diary that I've used since 2014. Uh, So it's been a while. But I've been utilizing that journal during this time and just writing out my feelings. Because it really helps. And looking back on your feelings, you can tell how far you've grown. I was looking at my diary and I I saw one page that said, you know, you're having a bad day, but if you read this page, then you've made it past that. And that's really powerful. And also shows you that even if you're having a really overwhelming day, that you have gone through 100% of your worst days. And that's really something to be proud of. Being self-aware and in touch with your emotions makes it easier to talk to your friends about what you've been feeling. And this is overall a good thing because it can help you open up and possibly help your friends open up too. You can never force someone to open up entirely on what they've been feeling, but if you're the type of person who feels a lot and you rant to people and you explain in depth what is going on, especially with the world or your personal life or what's going on at school, maybe they have the same issue and they feel comfortable talking about it with you knowing that you're on the same page or you're not afraid to let your heart speak. This also strengthens relationships, which I will talk in a couple of minutes. The second trait is you're empathetic. Especially during this time, an emotional person can understand other points of view and care about different issues. Empathy is not to be confused with sympathy, which is feeling pity but understanding what others are feeling, even if you originally do not know. This person would work to listen to other people's opinions and want to understand what it would be like to be in their shoes. This means that you will be able to build stronger relationships by appropriately reacting in social settings. You're creative. People who are emotional tend to turn to art to release what they're thinking or feeling. This can be from painting to poetry. You can easily turn your emotions into different art forms, and that is such a beautiful thing. I recently found my old laptop, the old Mac that was really bulky, and the background was a bunch of theater titles mashed together, (laughs) and my folders were surprisingly organized. But nonetheless, I stumbled upon the iMovie app and I found all my old videos and when I was younger I used to make a lot of music videos mostly to Taylor Swift songs like never getting back together even though I've never been in love and I still haven't been in love which maybe I'll dive into on another episode but I would make these videos just to make other people laugh but in reality I never posted them. My favorite video that I've ever made was a music video to the song Mean Girls by Rachel Crow. Throwback, am I right? I love that song. It's such a great message about standing up to bullies or people that hate for no reason. 
and using your voice to be heard. I did not have a music video style budget, which means that I played all three characters, which was the bully, essentially the person who was getting bullied, and the teacher. But when I first heard that song and I really wanted to make a music video out of it, I just wanted to understand more about what it's like to stick up to those people and make sure even as young as I was to make sure that I was constantly being aware of my surroundings, making sure that I stick up for people who are in those situations, to not be a bystander, but to make sure that my friends and my fellow students around me were safe and felt comfortable. Back in 2015-2014, YouTube was just starting to be a thing. I loved YouTubers like Joey Graceffa, Connor Franta, etc. And unfortunately, I never posted those videos, but I kind of forget that. But since TikTok is now becoming a more prevalent thing, I might do maybe some TikToks with those videos side by side because I know a lot of people are diving into their old videos and reacting to them or making them again in real time. Looking back on those videos, I had so many emotions, especially about the songs I was listening to and the world around me and how kids were just really mean to people for no reason. And I didn't really know what to do about it, so I just started making videos. And the lip sync to that song really helped me get my emotions out. Also, even starting my podcast, I started a work in progress two years ago. And that was when I was a sophomore in college. I just transferred to a new college. And I just had so much emotion going into the whole process that I just wanted to talk about life and the reason why I named the podcast a work in progress was because, well, first of all, I wanted a catchy name and a work in progress definitely stuck, but the reason why I ultimately chose that was that I wanted to tell people that there is no timeline for things, that life is always going to knock you down, lift you back up, and challenge you, and that even coming from me, you probably might not even know who I am, but I am not perfect, and uh, I don't really want to be because not being perfect means I get to learn and grow from my mistakes, and knowing that even after I graduate college next year, there's still so much more to learn about myself personally and otherwise, and I'm ready for it. I am in no means an influencer, I don't have a bunch of brand deals coming my way, but I just wanted to talk to people about life and to just be like, hey, I'm another human being and I don't have everything figured out yet and that's okay. Writing these episodes definitely comes from my heart rather than my brain, if that makes any sense. I mean, I do research, but it all really comes from my heart and my emotions and what I'm feeling passionate that day and it obviously has helped me made a bunch of good decisions on podcast episodes and planning social media posts and all that jazz. And if you're a person who feels a lot of emotions, I would highly recommend starting an Instagram or another social media platform. TikTok, you know, TikTok's feeling more popular, so TikTok <laughs> if you're into that or just creating art. 
I know a lot of people now it's very more now it's very popular now but color by number is really popular and if you just want to create and just let out your emotions I would say go for it it's also a stress reliever and it helps you concentrate on the little things and I think that's also helpful and being a creative person just helps you really put your thoughts and your feelings out into the world which can seem still vulnerable even for me podcasting every week or so can seem a little nerve-wracking because you know if you're my friend you would know that I just rant I just speak I just go on a full-on tangent and I'm like I need to stop talking now but you know that's why I have a microphone (laughs) you know that's why I do what I do just to speak whatever kind of comes to mind usually I don't script these episodes so just me myself and I here but it's really nice to just let out my feelings and it definitely makes me feel a lot better at the end of the day so I just recommend you know using your creative talent whether that is photography poetry writing drawing whatever it is just go for it you don't need to have a huge following at the end of your creative endeavors unless you want to it's up to you but you can just be for yourself and a couple friends or it can be more whatever you put your mind to it'll happen so next up is you make self-care a priority self-care is important when you feel a lot of feelings at once when i say self-care i'm not just talking about face masks and bubble baths but knowing when to take a step back when life feels too much i know a lot of people do self-care differently a lot of people journal they hang out with their family friends living at other they go to therapy or they take really long walks i think it's very important when you especially when you're overwhelmed you're seeing the news you're talking to if you're an introvert you're going to go to a party for a really long time and then you're just like, I want to go home, watch some Netflix, some chips. Uh, oops. If, <laughs> if you're just feeling a lot, you, you can even be happy too. Um, just ha- making sure that you're taking care of yourself at the end of the day is really important. And face mats and bubble baths are really fun too, don't get me wrong. But sometimes it's best to take a step back, just take a deep breath, and make sure that you are putting yourself first. Being emotional also strengthens your relationships, especially my friendships. I am not afraid to speak my mind and especially during times of conflict, usually my heart chooses before my brain sometimes, especially in those instances. So it is is easier to forgive someone if I made a mistake or I can tell how someone's words affected me personally and how to address them. It just makes my relationship stronger knowing that also people can come to me when they're having problems. I can't, you know, solve everything, but I will listen. I'm a really good listener. I feel like me having just a lot of emotions makes me just a good listener. They can rant and we can get ice cream after. <laughs> and uh, it's just... a uh, it's a really, it's a really nice bond, and I really, I really don't take that for granted. And lastly, you're resilient. I know being sensitive, emotional, 
etc. can be very overwhelming sometimes, and it's not always easy. It's not always a walk in the park, but it definitely has given me traits that have made me a more caring and understanding person, and I will always treasure that. If you are like me listening to this, I just want to tell you that you are worthy. I wish someone told me that when I was younger, when I was feeling so many feelings and I was like, is this normal? Like, I don't feel normal. But it is, and it's totally okay to feel. It's okay to cry. It's okay to let your emotions out. It's okay to get knocked down. But it's incredible when you get the courage to stand up again. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. Make sure to check out the resources in my bio and also make sure to vote. I will also leave a link to make sure you are registered to vote for the primaries and if the primaries already passed then the general election but also if you if your state has yet to go for the primaries you're also voting for local officials which is also very important so make sure you vote and I'll see you guys next week. Bye!